0: Welcome back to another episode of the Pop Culture Council, the podcast where we talk about books, games, TV shows, movies, theater, and everything in between. I am your host Tyler, and I am joined, as always, by my co-hosts Jabbo and Jordan.
1: Thank you for introducing me.
0: You're welcome, friend. Which one of you are which? Then that's for the that's for people to that's for us to know, for people to find out. Yes. <laughs>
1: uh, how are we doing, guys?
0: I feel good. I'm ready for this. It's going to be a fun
1: episode. How do you know? Do you know what we're doing? (laughs) Tell (laughs) us what we're doing, Tyler. Let's act like we don't know, Gordon. (laughs) What are we doing, Tyler? Tell us what we're doing I'm so glad
0: you asked. I'm very happy to tell you. Because we have so much fun making our tier lists, as always, I thought we'd do another one of our favourite franchises, Star Wars, today. For those who haven't seen our tier list before, how it works is we put however many movies or TV shows into four different categories. For the purpose of this particular episode, those categories are called... A galaxy far, far away for our top tier. A for... Acceptable. B for... Below acceptable. And the bottom tier is called... Coarse and rough and irritating. Like sand. Just like sand.
1: In the words of... Darth Vader. Luke's father. Padme's husband. Obi-Wan's Padawan. Leia's father. Shmi's son. Ah, That's what I was going to go for.
0: Um, Watto's slave. Lars's stepson. Owen's stepbrother,
1: half-brother, stepbrother, Stepbrother. Qui-Gon's mentee, Mace Windu's uh... punching bag. (laughs) 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 Uh, For this tier
0: list, we're going to be using the uh, nine movies in the main Skywalker saga. Some people say there's only six, but um, some people in this room.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why are you looking at me when you
0: said that? (laughs) Uh, we're going to do the nine main movies, uh, the prequel trilogy, the original trilogy, and the sequel trilogy. And we'll go through in release order or chronological order. What do you guys want to do? Release. I say chronological. Let's do it in release order, I think. Hey, I think I you
1: agree. got outvoted. You got outvoted. You.
0: All right. Are we ready? I certainly am. I am as well. Cool. So we're going to put each of these movies starting from Star Wars A New Hope in 1977 all the way through to Rise of Skywalker. In 2019, and what an awful film! Oh, sorry, carry on. <laughs> plays them in either a <laughs> Galaxy Far, Far Away, A, B, or coarse and rough and irritating. Are we ready? I'm ready. Ready, my son. Let's do it. Star Wars: A New Hope, 1977, Episode Four. I put that in A. Really like this movie. It kind of is the origin story of Star Wars. It's where we first see Luke looking out into the distance at the twin sons of Tatooine, hoping for more. But I don't think it quite goes into Galaxy Far Far Away tier for me because the movie that is in there is is head and shoulders above this one. I also put it in A. Like you say, it's the conception of the franchise. Before this, there was absolutely nothing. But for me, and it's probably just because it's a product of its time, it's obviously incredibly creative in terms of its world building and whatnot, but it just falls a bit flat in terms of the plot for me. When we're looking at it with a modern lens, it's um, quite a simplistic plot. So
1: yeah I could put it in A as well I think I was actually considering putting it in B but interesting I think because it is the first of its time and on this podcast we love consistency and the argument I made for Toy Story was that was a big driving force of when it's the first when it's the original that that's the that's the beginning yeah, the inception of it. I think that gives it a lot of marks, basically. So I agree that it's a bit. It's, it, it can feel a bit slow at times when I watch it. The whole banter between R2 and 3PO. It feels a bit like you have to want to get through the film to sit through that. I think otherwise it, it can be easy to just be a bit like it's just a bit old kind of thing.
0: In this day and age, I think coming to that as your like first exposure to it can be quite difficult. Like I think maybe nostalgia carries it quite a lot and like you said the the fact that it is conception of it is is that carries it a lot as well.
1: Yeah. I think um it also lost marks because of the uh <laughs> some of the uh remastering or some of the adding of um CGI is I, I didn't I didn't really like it like putting Jabba the Hutt because that whole scene is not originally there is it? No, I don't think so. Like in in on most in Mos wisely.
0: Yeah. With that Han. that scene was originally a deleted scene um so it did exist but Jabba was a person at that point uh in
1: he the, wasn't he wasn't a, okay wasn't a slug i didn't really like the whole it didn't like the whole cgi of it and just the adding of it it just felt of it. um yeah that's a very
0: popular opinion a lot of people agree and yeah i'm one of them as well um couldn't agree with it. like especially the whole uh, han and Greedo thing that's been revisited at least three times mm. and changed in different versions of it um and now, now in the they did another one when Disney Plus came out. Oh and my gosh! Greedo says like McClunky or something. <laughs> like at the end, of, like what? Why do you need to add that? like McClunky? It,
2: <laughs> it just gets
0: like, what is he doing? Like what? There's no need to add that, and it just gets keeps getting revisited because people keep saying they have an issue with it. Just change it back to the normal thing. Like it's just not leave that, it as it was. It's not like the,
1: but yeah, I think all of that. Just with the storyline of a bit slow and the CGI and stuff, I think, would have brought it down to a B for me. But because it's the inception, it's the beginning, it's the first, I have to give it respect. So A to it for me.
0: I think in the wider kind of movie space as well, it did a lot. One of the more notable things is because they wanted to have the opening crawl at the start of the movie in A New Hope they then put the credits at the end when traditionally all of the kind of credits happened at the start, you know, like when you watch old movies, it's like credits for like five, six minutes at the start showing you who's in it and all of this kind of thing that was then put at the end of, of star Wars, A new hope. Yeah. It's obviously caught on because now that's how all the movies are kind of done. So, and and there's countless more examples of of things that happened um, that star Wars kind of changed in the movie world more broadly as well. So it was quite a pioneer for special effects in movies as well. Wasn't it like, ILM Industrial Light and Magic was conceived for this movie and they their techniques and stuff really helped to boost the industry up to, to new heights. And now ILM are one of the kind of for, forerunners in the kind of VFX industry so. Yeah absolutely
1: Spitting in that facts and knowledge guys I <laughs> love it <her. laughs>
0: How do you feel about the kind of the characters and the way they develop in this one? I mean, best character for me is Han I think he's a real, He carries a lot of the film I think
1: on his shoulders
0: I think there was a lot of chemistry between the actors wasn't there um the main three at least that kind of comes through on the the screen i think yeah you got i think you got as well a a good mixture of actors who are legends at the time even and then kind of new blood new talent like your mark Hamill's and um, carrie fishers and harrison ford as well um but then you also have alec guinness and peter cushing and people like that who have kind of been in the industry for a long time. So that's always a nice thing to see. And you can, I think the uh, experience of the more experienced actors always rubs off on, like you see it in Harry Potter as well, where most of the teachers are like, like A-list serious actors at the time. And then they can kind of provide guidance to the kids on the set as well, which is always good to see. Absolutely. It adds a little bit of uh je ne sais quoi. And that's it. I can't believe Luke just blows up the Death Star, man.
1: Like... How many people did he kill? Millions. He's a murderer.
0: (laughs) Terrorist, some would say.
1: He literally is. Literally, by definition. He is a terrorist. Or a freedom fighter. Using terror to upset the established order. One man's terrorist is is another man's man's freedom freedom fighter. fighter. Ooh. (laughs) Spooky. (laughs) There we go. A.
0: I think it's good. That deserves to be an A. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Agree. Agree. Um, introduces the concept of the force which is now just something that's spoken about like it's just like it's real which is it just didn't exist before this
1: it is real oh. what do you mean
0: sorry uh yeah it's real we <laughs> just levitate something in the corner quote <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> ready for the next one let's do it i'm ready the empire strikes back 1980 i know where you guys are this. mine mine is a it's a shame it's gonna have to go up to a galaxy far far <laughs> away this is too bad for you man
1: Yeah, i put it in a galaxy far, far away. It's the
0: only one I've got in that category. The only one? The The only only one. one. I think this is probably the most popular movie, isn't it? Like, just generally. I think it's quickly becoming episode three. Really? But definitely traditionally, it was the most... The iconic, I am your father. I think it's the best one.
1: I think it has everything that you're looking for in Star Wars. I've said it before where I think if you're new to the franchise and you can only watch one Star Wars film, it has to be that one. Do you think? It has to be that one. If you're suggesting someone to watch only one Star Wars film to encapsulate Star Wars, it has to be that film. I have to agree with you, I think. I There's no agree. other film that you can say without context. You can just watch and it will like, show you what Star Wars is. Yeah, you can say that about New Hope. No, but it doesn't, it doesn't do it justice. In the same way as number five does. New
0: Hope was literally designed as an introduction. But
1: I'm you. saying for like the new watchers now, like nowadays. Now that you have everything. Now that you have everything. What would you put in front of someone? What is the best? It is you an put Empire Strikes Back. You'd
0: put a New Hope in front of something. Probably. It's impossible. So you tell someone to watch a New Hope, if it, they could only watch one. Because you, you grow in with Luke. You learn no. what the Force is. You learn about Jedi. You impossible. learn about all this stuff with Luke. Like, they'll leave Star Wars. Li-
1: they'll leave hating Star Wars. Li- is this it? <laughs> Is this it? Is this what you told me to
0: watch? Oh my gosh! The but you Luke learns so much in episode five as well with with Yoda. But without the foundation you get in number one, it doesn't make sense. Really. But you
1: can learn all of that through, through number five like from the beginning of it. I you don't so. really
0: need through what
1: through osmosis or something. Nice one. These, yeah. these random. Kids. You can no. You can. It's very easy to pick up what's happening when you watch number five. from the But end. even the end of number four, the
0: destruction of the Death Star, is literally. The most pivotal part of the whole
1: series—they literally build their calendar around that one point. I think you need that. N- no, but that's for like wider Star Wars fans. In terms of like what actually, the in terms of the storyline impacting and like what actually hits the hardest, it is number five. In terms of you've got the relationship between Darth Vader and Luke is like fully explored, whereas it's not—is it even really spoke? It's kind of mentioned, re- or not really in number four. You've got the love between Padme and Han, the, uh, uh, Leia and Han. Sorry, <laughs> that would be weird. That's a bit weird. Sorry, yeah. Uh, between Han and maybe he likes older ladies. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. If they're dead, it's a bit much. But between Leia and Han, um, where and that is like a big part of. A, that's a big draw for people. The the romance side, and that's like I think that's the best film in in regards to the romance. Really, I think so. Beyond. M- More than number two. More than number two. I think so. I think it has the best... I think it integrates the romance the best. Okay. And in the most, like... Natural way. Natural way, where it's not, like, forced or whatever. Okay. I think it also has... You learn the most about, like, what the Jedi used to be, the history of, like, before. And you see, like luke go on his journey of becoming a jedi but then it's not just the oh everyone wins at the end that number four has it's actually like oh no he stops his training to go save his friends and then it's not really a happy ending but it's still a quite it's still like a conclusive end but it it like leaves you kind of wanting. it it's number five number five is
0: are we saying this is the only movie they can watch completely yeah that's what i'm saying you're not allowed to watch else, it, anything ever. Ever, if you had to watch mm. one Star Wars film, to okay. them, only one Star Wars movie exists. Okay, Number five is that one, it has to be. I guess so. Yeah, fair enough. Because all of the other ones are uh, like, even the ones that are absolutely excellent are good because of what's wider context, yeah. what's coming before or what like comes after in the timeline that you know happens already. Um, so I have to agree with Jabu. I like think.
1: that Dave Filoni film that's coming out, it's probably going to be amazing, but it'll probably only be amazing because of Rebels, Amando, the sequels. all all this stuff that like um, Ahsoka I I think I just said Ahsoka but yeah yeah
0: okay no I get it I get it it's it's pretty iconic it might be the most iconic Star Wars movie so fair enough I'll accept it it's like the three images that spring to mind for me are the Battle of Hoth right the start with the Big Walkers Mm. iconic piece of cinema there shout out
1: to Spider-Man
0: shout out to Spider-Man and Civil War For uh, taking down Ant Man using he did that because he watched Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> George Lucas. The really old movie. He wouldn't have done it otherwise. George Lucas helped uh <laughs> help Spider Man. Um the other one is uh Luke and Yoda training on Dagobah kind of lifting the X Wing out of the swamp or whatever, and then finally the the battle between uh Luke and, and Vader. Like so many absolute iconic moments of movie history happen in that movie, and it's just something special. Fair enough. I'll concede it. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with you in terms of the... Sorry, go on. I think I was more thinking of, like, as an introduction to the whole Star Wars world, but I guess if it's just the only one they can ever watch.
1: As an introduction, like, naturally, it's going to be number four. Just the first one, yeah. So yeah, no, Or I number can, one, maybe, but not really.
0: If I was to introduce someone, I would definitely to, do yeah. four. I would actually do four, one, two, three, five, six, seven,
1: eight, nine. I would do four, five... One two, one, two, three. Two, three six. Yeah, six. that's the yeah. That's another option. Yeah, five is just. I think it's so elite, and I've always thought it was a good film. This this list would have been different, like maybe two years ago, and then it would have been different, like five years ago. But I think as of now, when I've watched, I've watched them all quite recently. Nah, five is five is actually very very good. It solidified itself at the top of your list, hundred percent.
0: Yeah, I think it's it's my favorite Star Wars movie and one of my favorite movies of all time, actually all um, time
1: that's a huge statement
0: yeah yeah Defin- definitely sits in at least the top five yeah right balance of romance you've got humour particularly in the form of 3PO in this one and the whole like the hyperdrive's is broken and all of that kind of thing galaxy far far away for sure okay that's fine I expected that so I'm happy with that
1: all right next movie number six
0: return of the jedi 1983 a tier for me a tier for me a tier for me
1: uh, the, I hate when we all agree. <laughs> I hate it. All of,
0: the, all of the original trilogy is in A for me. Ah, uh, interesting. It's all great. But
1: it's have not. you got one in Galaxy Far? Galaxy Far I, I do have one. Oh,
0: okay. I think we all know what it's going to be. but I we'll guess we'll see. Episode 9, huh? <laughs> <laughs> episode was. 6, A. Do you know what? For episode 6, the CGI is one where it actually enhances it for me. Like, I agree. Because it's not re- adding anything that wasn't there. It's not replacing, it's not like changing anything too drastically. It's just improving upon what was already there. Like the scene at the start with the, the dancing and the singing and everything. It's just categorically better.
1: They did change the song. I preferred the first song though. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. It was a puppet yeah, before, isn't it?
0: Yeah, Psy Snootles and the Max <laughs> Rebo Band. <laughs> um I didn't know The original song was called Lapty Neck. Okay. Um, in give us a rendition you, yeah. uh, I'm not you man I don't I don't have your voice so. spoken word do it I spoken word, become, uh, word. <laughs> uh, it's in another language I think it's in Hatties or something I wouldn't be able to you don't speak Hatties uh, I know the words Lapty and Neck are in it <laughs> so. and then there's also a song at the end of where the Ewoks uh, are singing yeah. which was also changed okay um, uh, yeah when well, they changed the Sice Noodle songs to Jedi Rocks your favourite song in the whole of Star Wars? Huh? Yeah, I love that. The whole it's a good vibe. The whole pie where that guy's like, "Oh, nee nee." <laughs> it's a bit much. That guy I could do without, but I think it's good. The whole the whole scene, I like the Rancor and Luke, the the whole kind of Jabba's palace bit is also very iconic. I mm. like that the whole Luke Jedi Master Luke with his green lightsaber it's a bit, sca-
1: a bit weird when he's like that's the last mistake you'll ever make yeah yeah that's dark he's What's
0: made a, a change he's changed
1: I mean, he, like, and he choke. force strangles yeah he force chokes on one
0: he chokes out one of the Gamorrean guards <laughs> Bib Fortuna's like oh um yeah I'll take you to Jabba now take her to Jabba now yeah that's what he said <laughs> <laughs> that's ease for you They're, Oh, thank you thank you for versing me <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I for me easy A. It deserves to be up there. Great movie and honestly a great ending to the Skywalker saga. I'll leave that there. Ending to the Skywalker saga. Wow.
1: I can agree with you with that. Wow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I do I'm I'm not a hater of the sequels. I do enjoy the sequels. But Darth Vader's whole redemption arc, as well, is quite a big key theme running through this, and he's quite a different Vader to the one we see in four and five. where He's a bit more merciless, but he's now he like kind of the secret's out that Luke's his son and everything, and obviously his final redemption is um, also something special. And yeah, I think Star Wars is just about the redemption of Anakin Skywalker, and this is the movie that shows that the most for me.
1: I like that final scene where when Luke's in the throne room. And the three of them are all talking. Well, it's mainly him and the Emperor. But I like the, the struggle between the three of them, where everyone's got their own kind of agenda and Vader's just kind of being... trying to, He's almost being swayed by both of them. I think, yeah, it's a really, really good. It's a turning point for the whole series. Very powerful scene as well, when Luke has that kind of change to darkness a tiny bit during the fight, and then they've got the choir music going and stuff. And then he chops off his hand Then he's, like, realising, ah. Oh, it's no. kind of like
0: symbolism because he
1: looks at his hand yeah. and it's, like, robotic. And then he cuts off his dad's hand. Because his dad cut off his hand. Yeah. And wow. Then it's also in, like, number three. Remember when he's like, he took your hand, you wanted revenge. Yeah. And it's it that's kind of a path to the dark side almost. The whole
0: thing kind of rhymes.
1: But, yeah, great film. Great film. It used to be my favourite Star Wars film growing up. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'd get A plus for me.
0: Yeah, A plus for me as well, I think. I think it's really powerful how the the Emperor kind of owns Vader at that point. And then the way Vader relinquishes and kind of frees himself from that grip by throwing him off the edge of the thing. And it, it, he uses Luke kind of or sees Luke's bravery and courage um, to, to not fall like he did and uses that as the, the strength he needs to redeem himself. Yeah, very powerful stuff. You find out that Luke and Leia are siblings as well kin <laughs> kin which is a bit weird after
1: <laughs> their kiss they kissed in the last film what's going on L- here
0: Luke is so happy with
1: himself no, after no. No. proper chuffed <laughs> what's going on here lads and didn't she say she always knew or something like that yeah uh, if you always knew <laughs> So... <laughs> Did she say that? And so, she kissed him in number five. Yeah. You need to do the meme of the calculating. You know, he's calculating in his brain. So if you always knew, when you kissed him a year or two ago, what does <laughs> that mean? We'll never know. We will never know. You guys like Ewoks? Rest in peace, Harry Fisher. Um, Wookiees. Wookiees or Ewoks? No, Ewoks. <laughs> oh. When not they supposed
0: Wookiees? to be Wookiees? Originally, they were supposed to be Wookiees, but because... Chewie had already shown technological prowess and they wanted to make a more primitive species like that they were using
1: like slingshots and <laughs> what, Ewoks Ewoks shouldn't have been able to destroy the Emperor man. they just <laughs> uh, the Empire they just shouldn't have been able to destroy clones and guns and stuff they just shouldn't have been able to but of all the species that is another that is probably something as well like when I watch it it's a bit oh, it's just not really realistic but fair Wicket's overall is like 58 <laughs>
0: The the Emperor's overall, a standard Stormtrooper's overall is like 75. So. 75.
1: 75 is high. That's high. i right, think like 68. All right,
0: 68. A, it's an average Stormtrooper, yeah, you're looking at 66, 67. That's that even. Okay, so that's not too bad. Wicket 58. <laughs> 65. <laughs> oh, my God. Then you've got eighty, eighty, eighty STs, which are like... They're like
1: 80 or 90. They're probably like 84 f- f- or 83. High? I think like 88. Then, these things are big things like you to destroy them you need to have something serious okay what well, was it 80-80 then? 90 only 90 fair enough
0: I'd put that very high Death Star you got a snow speeder and a couple of skilled fighters you can take down an 8080.
1: 80. maybe we're putting them all a bit too high yeah I think so that's what I was saying 83
0: for an Death Star 95 let's stop having this conversation because you lot are going to make me animate ultimate team cards now <laughs> <laughs> you'll do it as well I will do it (laughs) yeah anyway I think uh, I think we've we've agreed A A is good we're moving on to the prequels The Phantom Menace episode 1 1999 B tier B tier Beater.
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Why do we just agree with all of this?
0: Oh. <laughs> you want some arguments. You want some fights. It's
1: nice when there's... It's good
0: when there's more like disagreements. I think Star Wars was always going to be one where we, <sighs> it's annoying. Where we just agree. <laughs> we'll have to do one for the each episode of the Clone Wars series. A tier list. Each episode? <laughs> what? What's wrong
1: with you? See, well, we could do like a 12-hour season,
0: season seven. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Where'd you put episode one? Where'd you put episode two? Oh, my gosh. This podcast cannot go down that route, please. <laughs> one pod for each episode. No, I cannot.
0: No, one pod for each um, season, season. Can't go down that route, man. <laughs> we'll eventually build a really, like, big tier list. And it will be like, how many episodes even are there? 75. <sighs> You've got to have, like, seven, eight, nine tiers in that. <laughs> because there's so much comparison you need to do (laughs) that's a big old task can you Uh,
1: imagine we can't can't do this can you imagine doing every episode I actually won't turn up if we're doing that (laughs) I just won't turn up we'll just tell him we're doing a review of uh, something I'll put the headphones down and walk out (laughs) we'll just leave and drive home (laughs) oh gosh
0: alright okay let's not do that then fine episode one episode one B B tell me why I like Liam Neeson (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs>
0: that's my expert analysis. never has a more relatable thing been said <laughs> do you know what I really liked Jake Lloyd the whole baby Anakin thing it really like <laughs> showed. <laughs> I did it really showed me like why have you called him baby Anakin <laughs> it shows it really like it's the true beginning of the Skywalker <clears throat> saga he's a child I mean if you look at number 6 compared to that it's a big difference and i think that's why a lot of people didn't like it but like we like we've said it's a big like he he gets taken and he trains as a jedi then he falls and then he becomes darth vader between three and four and then in four he's this evil figure that's what everyone's terrified of and then five you see a bit more of his humanity and then six he's a human again so i think it's a great start to that whole that whole arc I agree I agree I think yeah the whole as I said before the whole things about the kind of rise fall and redemption of Anakin so for him to start in this early space is um, a good start for me I yeah I agree I think that I mean some of the lines like yippee and stuff like that is a bit much but (laughs) he's a good kid and yeah he clearly cares a lot about his mum which it's kind of sows the seeds for when we come on to talk about number two sows
1: the seeds for darkness
0: so, disease for darkness, yeah, um, which is the kind of the whole thing the Jedi are talking about. About a whole kind of he's too old, attachment, jealousy, and greed. They think he's too old because he's already formed his attachments and been involved with his mum for t- to too long. So,
1: but I will train the boy without the council's approval if I must.
0: Political intrigue. How do we feel about that whole kind of introduction? Because it's a, it's a big Star Wars is political at its core in terms of the original trilogy as well, but it's not really explored in as much depth as is in the prequel trilogy. How do we feel about the kind of introduction of learning a bit more about Coruscant and the Senate and the the Republic? I love that aspect of it. It really adds to the world and you get to kind of understand how the government used to be formed before the Empire and all of the different star systems and the different issues they were having and I really like that. I love the canon of Star Wars. I love the wider story and the prequel trilogy really just builds the foundation for that. So, I love that aspect of it. I think
1: it's good. I remember being younger and struggling to follow, but as I've gotten older, it makes obviously it makes a lot of sense. I think it I think it adds to I think it adds to Star Wars a lot. I can understand why the original fans don't like it because that's not really what Star Wars was to them. But for people who grew up on the prequels, I think it—I think it adds a new depth and new dimension to Star Wars. Yeah, I think I agree as well.
0: It, yeah, like Jordan kind of said, it fleshes out the wor- the wider world of Star Wars—a lot more. So, yeah, pod race, Darth Maul fight, lots of good scenes, lots of really, really good moments in in this one. I often wish that Qui-Gon hadn't died it would have been really interesting to oh, see yeah, how you sit down and think about that sometimes do you I do regularly once a week
1: <laughs> when did you do it this week uh, just just before this pod actually
0: oh wow you have like Qui-Gon time in your calendar <laughs> it's blocked out no one can disturb me is he, he's your favourite one of your favourite characters he is him and Obi-Wan are my two top characters in all of Star Wars
1: it would be wouldn't they why would you say that I'm joking <laughs> They just said it to just just, create a bit of discourse.
0: (laughs) I loved Qui-Gon, and it would have been really interesting to see how Anakin turned out if... I agree.
1: I don't think he would have gone to the dark side.
0: I don't think so either. There was too much of an attachment.
1: And Qui-Gon had already seen what his master had become. I thought
0: you were going to see Qui-Gon had already seen him with Padme, so he was like, no, (laughs) (laughs) you're not going there,
1: my son. You (laughs) stopped it. He nipped it right in the (laughs) bud. He would have been like, none of that, yeah? (laughs) That's not the Jedi way. No, he he's already seen what's happened to Count Dooku. Well, Count Dooku kind of happened just after he died, but he already kind of like maybe probably sensed. Mm. That, mm. Yeah, his master. And so he would have, I think he towed the line well between being pure Jedi while like not just listening, doing exactly what he's told kind of thing. Blindly following the Jedi code. Whereas Dooku kind of, I think, tried to tread that line, but ended up not being able to tread it well as well as the introduction
0: to kind of vade uh, anakin and eventually vader we also get the kind of uh, well, our introduction is to uh, palpatine who becomes chancellor and then emperor as well and the whole his kind of political career and how he Rise got to as... got to where we see him in the original trilogy which is also a really interesting thing to explore and i think it's done really well and he says he's gonna watch jake lloyd's career with great interest baby anakin that's <him>. Okay, Phantom Menace. B-, B. Oh my gosh, it's like we're brothers. <laughs>
1: Episode 2, Attack
0: of the Clones, 2002. Let's all set it together.
1: 3, 2, 1. B- rough and irritating. B- and yeah, irritating. B-
0: Coarse, B- rough and irritating. Rough and, irritating. Yeah. Course Course rough. and rough and irritating.
1: Yeah. Coarse, rough and irritating.
0: It's just a bit weak. It just gets everywhere. Yeah. Just
1: uncomfortable. Yeah. Bottom tier. Trash it. Alright, talk to me. Jabu. Did you think I was going to put this here? Huh? Yeah. You thought I'd put it here? Or you thought I'd put it in B? I thought you'd put it here. No, you didn't. I did? No, you didn't. I did. I thought he would as well. Is it?
0: The reason it's in B for me, it would be in Course Rough and Irritating, the reason it's in B for me is because... Natalie Portman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because
0: sure. of Padme. Seriously. It's
1: your first laugh.
0: I think <laughs> her, she, her character absolutely saves this movie in terms of... In the well, in the first one, she's a queen. In the second one, she's she's now become a senator of Naboo. And I mean, the plot is heavily about her anyway, in terms of the whole assassination attempt and everything. The whole thing is about her, yeah. But yeah, I just think she's a very headstrong character. Honestly, I think the the one thing about the about episode three for me, and I've said it to you both before off the pod, is that Padme's character gets a little bit ruined for me. You've
1: uh, never honestly. said that to Najee. No, why do you think it gets ruined oh i guess we can talk about yeah, it. yeah let's
0: talk about it in three um but i i think she's a really great character and a, a fantastic addition i think i agree I, sorry i also like the the clone arc and kind of obi-wan's esp, uh espionage for want of a better word basically he does a bit of detective work and his whole little bit while anakin's off with padme on Naboo. so yeah i really like that side of things too I know someone who's put this as their favourite Star Wars movie because of the strength of Padme and that female presence and female character. Are you sure they watch Star Wars properly? <laughs> They've only seen a few a few movies, but they really like the whole Padme side of it. Um, so I completely
1: understand what you're saying. She's a great character, especially in this movie, more so than in any other. Dooku is a really strong character as well. But I, and the reason I put it at the bottom... It just feels, I think Anakin really just makes it feel a bit dry sometimes. (laughs) Like, he's very, it's just, it feels all a bit forced. Like every conversation with Padme is just... Coarse and rough and irritating. He's just (laughs) trying to force this romantic thing. Like He can't breathe. Oh just a lot it, oh, it's it is pretty intense, it does get pretty it is too and much. some of the like i, I wouldn't even say it, like I wouldn't even say that to my significant other like <laughs> I can't breathe and all this, what's going on here man like Pat is into it, man, apparently,
0: it took her a while though she came round to it though oh, so when she thought she was gonna die, she thought there would be no consequence, <laughs> <laughs> but now, I think it's just it's just a bit. Yeah, I think for me that's kind of similar.
1: There's so many cringe moments in that film. Yeah, yeah, I get it. There's some cool moments, but I think the cringe. I'm more normally just cringing when I watch that film, yeah. I think. it's Just a bit. Oh.
0: A lot of the romance dialogue is is tough tough to get through, honestly. <laughs> but you got the you got great things as well. Battle of Geonosis. That's the first time you see like lots of Jedi doing their thing. I really like uh, I really like Jango Fett as well and the whole clone arc and obviously that's the precursor to what becomes a big, big old event, the Clone Wars. So, yeah, for me. I get that. I, I think rem- for me this one builds a lot. It really does. From your core you can feel it coming out. I get that. I think the, the, the romance is what kind of kills it for me. It just doesn't really fit Star Wars in general and this movie.
1: I think the romance... it. Works f- for like the next film, and I think it like yeah. works for Anakin and his arc. It's a stuff. lot more, but I think it's just they could have done it in a more tasteful way
0: in the film. It's a lot more, it's a lot more toned down in the next film. Like it's it's too much, it's way, too much. way too much. Yeah, Anakin's
1: intense. It's too much, man. It's way too much.
0: Or even when he when they first meet, when they're going up the elevator and they're like talking about the assassination attempt, and he's
1: just like. terrified dreamed of her every day for
0: the past 10 years (laughs) yeah it's intense
1: how old is he in this film like 17 19
0: 19 19. 10 years after episode one takes Mm, place it's too much
1: ahsoka in season seven i think is rinsing that anakin what 19 year old anakin i think she's rinsing him maybe actually i think how old is she in that one like 18 17. 17 i think a 17 year old ahsoka is rinsing a 19 year old anakin Honestly, I think it's shameful to say, but I agree. It, like Anakin. Like when I think about it, I actually think she's renting him easily, P- pretty easily. I think. Although I don't think it's going to be that hard for her. When he went to the Sand People Village, he looked pretty. None of them had the Force, though. <laughs> All lightsabers, I suppose. So yeah, I think I agree. You agree? It's mad though to think that. But I guess it's probably just because of the the training Ahsoka would have had in combat would have been probably a lot more than Anakin's. At she started point, yeah. she started at three.
0: And then yeah. she went through the clone wars in her formative years as a Padawan. So it's different. Whereas, Whereas all, all Anakin did was save Obi Wan from a Gundark dark nest and stuff like that. <laughs> Nothing too crazy. But yeah. Anakin's mum dying is a huge event for him and what he eventually becomes as well. So
1: And I guess probably losing to Count Dooku like that. He's probably never lost to someone in that sort of way before. So I can imagine it, like, triggering some sort of, like, I need to be the best kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then we see him become what he does.
0: And, yeah, again, uh, like for Ahsoka, the Clone Wars does massive, massive things for Anakin's combat ability as well. Oh, so, are are putting it in cause and rough and irritating, not B. Law of averages, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll fish it down. Cause and rough and irritating, episode two. Next, episode three, Revenge of the Sith, 2005.
1: I say this all together. Three, two, one.
0: A-tier. galaxy far far away galaxy far far away from me A-tier. definitely galaxy far far away from me easily the best movie for me which is kind of built slow on slow down there buddy built on this like there's nostalgia to it as well but just the culmination of anakin who becomes the intensity of the fight between him and obi-wan at the end and the culmination of like the emperor now exists and order 66 and is really really pivotal and I love it. I really love it. The whole it's a long
1: movie, but I love it all. What about you, Talon?
0: Yeah, I agree I agree with what Jordan said, I think. Uh, the reason this in Galaxy Far Far Away for me. I think because of when you think about it in context, what it means for the wider franchise and a lot of the main characters in the, the story of Star Wars get their arcs significantly changed or tied up. As I mentioned earlier, the one thing it's it's below episode five for me, definitely, but it still sits within that tier. Um The one thing is uh, Padme's character gets significantly... And I know she's pregnant, but gets significantly diminished and she just feels like the wife of Anakin in this one as opposed to the great senator that she is and the
1: clearly very strong character that she is.
0: Why have you not put this in uh, Galaxy far, far away,
1: Chabu? I think it's a very good film. It's definitely been my favourite Star Wars film for a long period of my life. I just think it rides too much on what's come before it it needs what's come before it to be a good film obviously it's the third one in the trilogy in that trilogy so obviously the last one is going to need the ones that come before it but if you just watch it by itself it isn't this amazing film it, which is a lot of credit i give number five for because you can watch it in context and out of context and it's still a great film whereas i think this one it it need it needs number one and two and n- number one and two we've both put we've all put in like one of the lo- some of the lower tiers so why what parts of this movie do you think don't make sense without the previous one It's not that it doesn't make sense but it it doesn't have the same imp- uh. impact if you haven't watched the previous things
0: je jeremy's completely right, and i think the that's and like a kind of we're kind of making the same point, but that's the reason why I'm putting it there and you're you're not putting it there kind of thing. Um, so I guess, yeah, we just kind of yeah put it in the different things. I, different.
1: I also think w- the more I watch it, the less the CGI looks good. Every time I watch it, it just looks worse and worse and worse. I think that's an-
0: another thing about the whole prequel trilogy is the CGI is obviously... With the kind of rapidly progressing special effects and VFX, clearly not
1: with the Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness.
0: But (laughs) carry on, sorry. (laughs) Um, The it's getting it gets outdated quite quickly. Whereas things like the original trilogy, which used primarily practical effects, or pretty much all practical effects before,
1: they hold. They they really
0: it gives it a timeless value. Hundred percent so
1: yeah I think those are the two reasons and I think that being said though it is definitely a plus for me like it's a very good film and I get what you're saying I think that's the reason I kind of like to look at
0: Star Wars as a whole thing which might be why this is my top and that's why I said maybe New Hope is the best entry-level one because it is for the whole thing whereas I guess you're right if if you look at it as a standalone
1: movie it doesn't sit quite as well as number five does and to have to say to someone Oh, number three—that's one of the best. That's the best Star Wars film. Oh, but you have to watch these two trash films first <laughs> to then get to the really good <laughs> part. And then someone's falling asleep halfway through the second one. <laughs> it's just—it's a bit. Yeah. It only lends itself to people that are real dedicated fans to really appreciate it. Otherwise, it's just like, yeah, number three is cool. Like, it's it's all right. They won't appreciate it in the same way. And so, I think that takes away from it because you can't just watch it and just appreciate it as you can with number five.
0: The lightsaber fights in this one are immense. They are great. In terms of not only how they look, but what they mean. Like Palpatine and Windu, if Windu wins that, the whole galaxy goes another way. Same with Obi-Wan and Anakin, obviously, and Yoda and um, Palpatine. uh,
1: If only Windu had won. Uh, What do you think? If Windu won?
0: Anakin just tears down the whole established order and builds his own galaxy. You think Anakin would No, I don't. I think it's
1: that moment. He falls he would have fallen in line if window. Yeah, thing. I agree. I yeah. think it's
0: in that moment is when Anakin is like, I've now passed the point of no return. I, I, there's nothing I can do. Yeah, I know, but that doesn't mean he
1: won't reach that point at some other point. That's a good point. If it doesn't happen.
0: I think he was teetering
1: for a long time. Yeah, but he was only teetering because Palpatine made him teeter. Yeah. And he wouldn't have necessarily by
0: himself. Now Palpatine's dead because the Jedi
1: killed him. Like, but then Padme doesn't end up dying. Then what? Oh, we were all happy families again.
0: Oh, I can train Luke. No. Yeah. <laughs> I can train Leia.
1: Yeah. But then he might have got expelled for marrying Padme, but that would he have been something. J- then he starts his own thing. Oh my God. There gosh. you go. That's what I'm talking it's about. It led to its natural conclusion. <laughs> but then he would have just left the Jedi Order. Because remember, they were talking about leaving. Oh, he probably would have just left. The, three, the two of them would have just gone off by themselves and lived somewhere far and enjoyed life
0: do you know what else is the married. the fact that Windu said to Anakin if you're right about this you would have gained my trust I think that would have been a big change in their relationship and I think it would have changed the way Anakin saw the order as well I think a big inhibitor for him <laughs> was basically <Mace> <laughs> 100% so yeah
1: 100%
0: they could they maybe would have even made him master
1: they, pro- they definitely would have made him master for outing the Sith Lord who is in control of everything all he ever wanted he that, would, that promo he would have been like Third in command after Mace Windu. He was just risen above Obi-Wan in the ring. 100% he definitely
0: Obi-Wan. would
1: have. But
0: he's not as strong with, with the force as Obi-Wan is. huh. No? What are you on about? He's not got that kind of zen vibe that both Yoda and Mace Windu have.
1: Yeah, but not Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan's quite like... He's stronger than Obi-Wan. Everyone knows Obi-Wan. Everyone in the whole order knows. No, Obi Wan. Like oh, he's been there long enough. He's famous. He's not about your networking <laughs> ability. <laughs> He's been yes, there it is. yes oh. <laughs> Ah. I mean it was with Mace Windu and Dooku. Dooku should Dooku, should have, been, Dooku should have been on the council He could have been number 2. He should have been number 2.
0: Are we talking about who like the ranking or oh, are we talking about you you said
1: Obi-Wan yeah, Obi- is more powerful you than Anakin. That's not true. No, you said he's stronger with the Force. You yeah, did I didn't say that. That. I didn't and say he's more powerful than. Oh. He's, he's not he's not stronger with the Force than Anakin. He's more in
0: touch with his own feelings. No. He's more in control of his own feeling. Yeah. There you go. That's, time, that's all you third need. Third
1: time lucky. That's all you need. Third time lucky.
0: No. Obi-Wan Try should it. be number one. <laughs> yeah, if you had it your way, Obi-Wan would be running the council into the ground, by the way. <laughs> With Qui-Gon Jinn's horse ghost. As into the rubble. Two, I mean. Um, I think we put it as a low, in, low galaxy far, far away movie, this one.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd keep it A+, but yeah, that's fine. All right. Episode 7. The
0: Force Awakens 2015.
1: <sighs> I think we should just stop here, to be honest. I think it's been a good... I've got it in B. Yeah, I've put it in B as well.
0: New uh, Hope knockoff. Yeah, I've put it in B as well. Um, it could have could have maybe gotten the go ahead as an A-, minus, but, uh-huh? but no, 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 no. It's in B for me. For a long time, it was one of my more enjoyed
1: Star Wars movies look at Jordan watching Star Wars with his eyes closed <laughs> <laughs> I really liked it, when did right? you open your eyes there's some good special effects which
0: I really appreciate which is one of the reasons I really like number three I know you said the CGI is not good but the, the battles and stuff I really enjoyed um, what, but the more we- I watched it the more it just became clear that it was a bit of a rip off of, of everything yeah. of everything that's come before and it's just like what's the point come up with something a bit different you know, which is why it's 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 Simbi for me. I enjoy it as a movie, but it's not it's not good enough for A. Uh, yeah, I definitely agree. It's a quite a big rip off of Number Four, but at the same time, I think it did what it was meant to do in terms of reintroducing Star Wars to a new set of fans. And there are yeah a lot of good moments, and they they it felt like felt safe, but
1: safe is not always good yeah safe is not always good safe might be good for the first movie in the series you know safe is good for the second one you think so safe is good for the
0: second movie in the trilogy i think i feel like it almost went the other way around this one was safe eight was quite a big risk in some of the the plot choices they made but i think you agree like no matter what this movie was going to be a huge success because of just what it was it was the first star wars movie in 15 years or whatever it was 10 years
1: it's too safe, too just, just re it reeked of lack of originality and lack of idea. We're thinking Disney are taking this over. Oh, what are they gonna bring? It just reeked of the stench of lack of thought <laughs> and just copy and paste was pungent through point <laughs> pungent through the whole film. It's a shame about Finn's character cuz it would have been a
0: really interesting arc to see a stormtrooper turn Jedi
1: 100%. But Are you wanted to see him like be come a one je- with the force. 100%. He needed to be a I Jedi. I mean that, that was That's good. what they that's what they teased us and that's then oh he's black as well and like it just felt like a, a big step forward and it was like oh this is really exciting. And then they just ripped it away from us in the last like 15 minutes. Yeah, I think it was
0: promised, especially in the promotional material, and then it's just like you've now gone back. Why? Why? What was the point of promising it in the promotional material? So, yeah. and, it, and, and that's yeah. that's not to hate on Ray,
1: but I think both of them could have been. Yeah, that would have been. Co- it would have
0: been cool to have like a. I was going to say a dyad, but. but <laughs> That didn't end up becoming cool, but yeah, it would have been cool to have them as a duo training together and learning more. That would have been really cool. I completely agree. Having
1: both of them—that's a shame. Anyway, next one: Ray besting Kylo Ren. Oh, that was awful as well.
0: Han Solo dying. Oh, needed to happen
2: now. Harrison
0: he died. wanted to die. Harrison Ford was like, guy's <laughs> been wanting to die since 1980. Stop paying me so much. I don't want to do this anymore." He's literally been <laughs> wanting to die for 40 years. <laughs> he didn't even want to be in the in the sixth movie, did he? He was like, "I'm I'm in Carbonite now. Just leave me out of it." That's <laughs> why he went into Carbonite. And now he's back, 40 years later, or whatever it was, so 30 years. Because they paid him 20 mil.
1: <laughs> Must be nice, man. Pay he me, was he was pretty. Pay big. me 20 mil. Would you be? Would you play Han Solo? I play whatever they want me to play. Okay, Slave Layer. <laughs> we can make it work.
0: <laughs> Chabby, you'd rock that bikini, man. <laughs> Next one, Star Killer bass as well. It's the same, just a bigger Death Star. They even say it in the movie. <laughs> it's oh. a bit embarrassing when even oh, it okay. It's me. just a bigger Death Star. Yeah, let's blow it up. They do it in number nine as well. <laughs> anyway, we can talk about that one together. Number nine is even more intense. Like each star destroyer. Had, okay, oh, wait. Let's 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 number let's, eight. let's number talk eight. about number eight. Number eight, the Last Jedi, twenty seventeen. I've got this in B. Oh, trash.
1: I've got it in the trash tier, trash can. Coarse
0: and rough and irritating. Really? Trash compactor. That's what we should have called. <laughs> oh. that. That's what we should have called. Oh, that yeah. trash compactor. We missed the trick. <laughs> no, it's, it's B because of Luke. His whole. Attitude towards the Jedi Order and how it's kind of like hubris, and, and the way he kind of just became disillusioned with it. Such a such a great take on it. It's B. Let's all agree on that right now. The very reason why a lot of people would put it in of "Course of and Irritating" because of Luke. Why do you put it there? It's a good question. Why do I put it in "Course Rough and Irritating"? Ah, uh, here we go. There's no reason. It needs to be in B. I think the plot of is 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 boring honestly i think the 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 <laughs> honestly i do i don't mind ray and luke training fine whatever i think the and it's nice to see yoda as a force ghost that's cool whatever and they use practical effects for that as well great i think the oh the first orders chasing the resistance fleet. Where have we seen for,
1: this before?
0: For the whole thing, and they're just like, oh well, now we need. It's just like they're just doing side quests. It's not even about like they just needed to make those characters do something. <laughs> Film
1: full of side quests.
0: They just needed to. Make, oh yeah. Oh, oh, we'll 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 go to the. Oh, Finn wants to leave. Oh no, Rose. Oh, Rose. Oh, this is a new character. Oh, now let's go to the casino. It is oh. actually true because they go yeah. and do all that stuff, and it ends up being for nothing because the end. they end up on that on that star destroyer anyway anyway, and uh, DJ or whatever his That's name. That's so is, true. Just, like, everything who we they, never see again. By the way, all this, <laughs> all this teased. He comes and he goes. Everything they do is inconsequential. They end up on crate, hmm. and Ray comes and saves the day. And never. Yeah.
1: Mi- and not to mention, uh, Leia flies through space. Oh, yeah! What I a great addition Ray. to the film. What is going on?
0: It was such that? a great opportunity to kill her off
1: kill her off well Carrie Fisher already died yeah this is a bit insensitive because Carrie Fisher no no died. it's not insensitive <laughs> but it would have been a great to, to kill the character off
0: yeah the character yeah. Not. Uh, okay, no, but... <laughs> I didn't mean inject <laughs> Carrie Fisher into space
1: I obviously was talking about Leia <laughs> obviously you were yeah <laughs> obviously <laughs> obviously Tyler but,
0: but no they definitely missed a trick I get, I get what you're saying it's a bit of a waste
1: of time the whole thing yeah it really is but and then killing Snoke where he could have been, like, a really cool, big, bad new character. It's a really cool scene when,
0: when Rey and Kylo are, fu- like, fighting in that throne room. But, like, in terms... It looks cool, but in terms of the plot and everything... A, the only redeeming factor for me is, the like, the progression of Kylo Ren's arc and his whole conflicted thing is, is quite cool. And in in the ways it mirrors Vader in some ways, is, which is quite, quite nice.
1: I but. also... Yeah, I do like Luke's... Like... Um, thing I know people some people don't like it but his whole disillusion uh, yeah disillusionment with the Jedi and not liking how the Jedi went and their pride and hubris and stuff I think that is very good and there's quality to that but honestly I think that's the only redeeming thing that's why it's not a F minus stuff do you know what I mean yeah it's, mm.
0: yeah I, I kind of get it yeah. I mean listening to you guys now I think I might have been a bit blinded by the whole I really like the fact that Luke kind of was just like, what rubbish, you know? We've all, thousands and thousands of people for thousands of years have all followed this code and it's all a bunch of crap. I really like that take on it, but as a movie, I guess, yeah, you guys are right. It's a bit bit of a waste of time.
1: Why are we agreeing? Oh, (laughs)
0: why are we all agreeing? Yeah, it's a shame we're all agreeing, but... Also, why is Rose kissing Finn? What? Well, he's obsessed with Rey. Something needs to snap him out of it. (laughs) It didn't work. Finn turns into for the rest of the sequels just a, a ray scream machine as well. <laughs> you say, Oh, Ray, Ray. That's like the rest of his lines for the whole thing, basically.
1: A bit rough for Rose. She put herself out there and he <laughs>
0: he's still obsessed with his
1: Yeah, he had so much more to give to the those films. But I, I really like Poe. Um but
0: he he also kinda gets a bit wrecked in number nine, so Ugh. Alright, I guess we've agreed on the, Coarse and Rough and Irritating, number Cross eight. and Rough and Irritating, for number eight. Trash Compactor. Captain Phasma as well. Like, she's kind of there and then she's kind of not. And she dies, I think, she falls into the fire. That's kind of the whole thing for the, the sequel trilogy. Kind there's a bunch there, of... And they're not. There's a character and then they don't really do anything, but they... It's like, oh, you look really cool. Should we do something with you? Nah. DJ so, comes. Everyone's and, just a kind of character. It's like, kind of here, then Finn they kind of it. go... Everyone
1: except Ray and Kylo. And Finn is kind of a... Jedi, then he's kind of not a Jedi.
0: Then and Luke's kind of projected himself across the galaxy,
1: and then, then he kind of hasn't. Then he's kind right. of alive, then he's kind of dead. Kinda dead yeah. Then DJ's kind of there, then he's kind of not there. Then Rose kind of likes Finn, then she kind of doesn't. <laughs> it's then so true, we've that. got the black character, the black character, what's her name in the black woman in number nine? Uh, she's kind of here, kind of on horses, kind of not. Then yeah, like, Vice
0: Admiral Laura Dern is there all of a sudden, and she's kind of. Then we all think that Leia
1: is kind of alive, then she's kind of dead, then she's kind of alive again, and then it's just a bunch of kinders. Uh, Number
0: nine is the (laughs) king of kinders as well. Let's talk about number nine. Number nine, The Rise of Skywalker, 2019. Where do we put it? We all put it. Coarse and rough and and irritating. irritating. (laughs) (laughs) All together now. (laughs) This is the king of kinders, you're right. the worst Star it's Wars the movie, King by far. of Kinders. Kind of oh, this kind of three PO kind of loses memory, but it just kind of gets restored. Oh, Chewie's kind of dead, but no, he's <laughs> kind of no, not, he's not. He's not. he's not though, is he? All of these uh, Star Destroyers are kind of individual Death Stars, but then <laughs> then they kind of, they kind of they then Ray just can just destroy every single one of them somehow. Then
1: Palpatine was kind of dead, then he's kind of not. Oh. Then he's kind of dead again.
0: Crikey. the, pa- oh, the, Pal- oh, the Palpatine is he, is he? Was he here? Oh no, he's there.
1: Oh, the pa- Ray is kind of. A Palpatine that she's kind of a Skywalker and then she's kind of both she kind of can do, do lightning which is kind of Sith ability but she can kind of do it as a Jedi
0: and then Rey and Kylo are kind of uh, kind of a bit of romance but then they're, they're kind of kinda...
1: enemies then they're kind
0: of then they kiss and then one dies and but then kinda Rey's just... kind of dead and then she's <laughs> kind of alive every Jedi who's ever existed whispering in her ear coming back to life Stormtroopers kind of, they, they fly now they kind of don't they do <laughs>
1: It's just a bunch of kinders.
0: Poe's kind of there, but Poe's kind of a drug smuggler, but then he's kind of not. <laughs> Even Poe's like, somehow, somehow, this is this is how it's going. Somehow, Palpatine returned. Oh. None of this makes sense, but let's accept it. And Every single Star think- Destroyer in their fleet has Planet
1: Killing capability. And Game then Killing. they kind of give an explanation as to why Palpatine is alive, but they kind of don't give an explanation as well. There. No one knows. Yeah,
0: this is, this it's, was...
1: That's such a good way to describe it. Just kind of. <laughs> Bunch kind of. so
0: many times they say oh, thi- oh this is what we're doing and then 20 minutes later they just undo it why? why? bunch of what? it's just a waste of time the only consistency in that movie is Babu Frick I tell you <laughs> the legend himself
1: oh, alright let's all go around and say one thing that was positive about this film before we end off Babu special Frick. effects ooh I thought that was going to be everyone's thing uh, the, the special
0: effects, the special effects yeah, are incredible that's what I would have said yeah the special effects if it made great. sense it would be great special effects were great the fighting Han Solo's kind of dead but then he kind of comes back <laughs> up but he's <laughs> not even a force ghost but he's kind of
1: not a Jedi so he's... he shouldn't be able to really kind of come back but he's
0: kind of not a force ghost though
1: don't he's you like a, oh, hallucination. He's a hallucination
0: he's kind of a hallucination
1: but he kind of looks like a force ghost Ray's
0: kind of on the dark side when she has that little vision but then she's kind of not <laughs> I thought the, the Death Star 2 was kind of destroyed but then they find it and it's kind of not destroyed <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're wow. kind of running horses then they're kind of not this is so funny No, the special effects. The when they're fighting on in the the big sea where the big the sea is all going up. Oh, on the Death Star, yeah. Endor, yeah. Is that Endor? Yeah, that's great. That's some really great visual effects. Uh, uh,
0: Another thing about this one is Kylo Ren. Um, I'm not a Raylo fan, as they're called, (laughs) but um, Kylo Ren's arc is just the redeeming factor of the whole sequel trilogy for me. I completely agree. I,
1: I, and Adam Driver does really well. No, <laughs> he's fantastic. I think and he's you one know what? Best,
0: I think he's one of the best actors in that. All of the actors are good. It's just such a shame with what it ended up becoming for me. I personally am not, not the... I
1: agree. I couldn't agree more.
0: I think it's a shame. They had a lot of potential. They had a great... It's like Harry Potter. They had a good. Uh, they had a good core cast, and they just didn't do anything with it. Yeah, the acting is that's the thing that acting is good like Daisy Ridley's really good John Boyega obviously um, Oscar Isaacs etc etc the list goes on just a shame of what it ended up being obviously. it's really awful it's really this should really be awful.
1: a this should be a tier like below genuinely and then we call it kinda <laughs> yeah the kinda tier
0: it's kinda here it's
1: kinda there yeah.
0: it's kinda up it's kinda down
1: I, like pick a side pick, pick what you're doing and then just do it I, I, I hate I cannot stand
0: when they you think a character's dead and then, or you even
1: like—I
0: don't know if you guys seen Guardians of the Galaxy three, but do you mind spoilers? No, I've seen it. You've seen it. Yeah,
1: no, yeah, I have seen it. Oh, okay.
0: Um, when you, Peter Quill's dying at the end. Oh yeah, he, yeah, 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 he's literally in the vacuum of space, expanding, <laughs> blowing up, and then he—he he just gets pushed out of it, and then he's—he just deflates, and he's okay. <laughs> he deflates. What? I literally said, "There's a tear rolling down my eye." I love Star Lord, and then no, oh, he's alive now. It's, it's just such like, a slap you wouldn't in the be face. U- you wouldn't be upset if he if he had that no. Head. It's like, oh, that's such a like. But it, it works for the story. It's sad, but oh, it's nice for the story. I, oh, I'm actually. It's like Leia. Oh, she's kind of dead. She's kind of not. It's like I I, I kid you not. I, th- when I was watched it in the cinema, a tear rolled down my face, and it went back into my eye <laughs> when she started When she started flying through. Why why in movies do they do this? Where they They kill, or they... they, It's even fair enough if, oh, you think they're dead, but then they come back, or, like, in whatever way. But sometimes. But when you're literally seeing them dying in the (laughs) vacuum of space, and then they live, and, fair enough, Leia has mystical powers, but that doesn't protect you from the vacuum of space. (laughs) If you're not a robot, you should be dying in space.
1: I agree. If you're not AP-5.
0: Or General Grievous. But um, if you're left out there for an extended period of time.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I I agree with everything you said. It's unfortunately, just unfortunately it, for the sake of the podcast, but the, I do agree. the whole The whole kind of
0: thing is really in in it. It rubs me the wrong way in so many movies where they're like, "Oh yeah, kind of like," and then oh no, actually it's not. <laughs> Within the space of fifteen minutes, sometimes ten minutes.
1: 20 the seconds the whole thing has just been pointless that whole last 15 minutes has just
0: been so why pointless. did you do it yeah it's really it really it's one of, it's probably my most the thing that annoys me the most about movies I think the
1: only way you can really do it in a movie is if someone like dies quite early on and then you bring them back right at the end but you don't really see them die it's just kind of assumed
0: yeah they're dead like, if if, is, yeah. if they're not, like, they in, the vacuum blow space, in the middle yeah. of the Death Star kind of thing. You just, yeah, there's an assumption that... Yeah. There is one which I allow, and that's Darth Maul getting chopped in half, but, he, yeah, he's kind of alive. No. Yeah. Well, it's a bit, it's a bit hypocritical. The right. thing because
1: is, the thing is, though, you, none of your internal organs... <laughs> no, he he's you... chopped
0: right at the waist, he's cauterized perfectly. I, exactly. By the, the thing. So you would actually
1: probably stay alive. He just
0: becomes like a, yeah. But here we are making excuses. But number nine just makes a mockery out of everything that just comes before it, like the way it talks, it uses the force. I, I, I,
1: I don't think keeping Darth Maul alive makes a mockery of uh, him dying in Phantom Menace or his him being chopped in half. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't like take away anything from it. It's still it because it even they they just build upon it, and then now he's got a hate for Obi Wan, and that is played out a lot through the Clone Wars. So I think it's actually. It actually works, I think
0: yeah, I think another thing to just like actually articulate why I think it's not good uh, instead of just saying it's trash, what I actually think it's not good is like Jordan was just saying the it the lack of aware- the lack of awareness for what comes earlier in the franchise and everything that has been built as these are the the rules of the world and you're just effectively breaking them or trying to wreck on it or come up with something new and it's just completely different to. It just makes no sense like what's the point in everything 100%. if you just to really change it in the end this is kind of similar
1: i think i think the darth maul example actually is a good thing to bring up because it actually That's an works. It, it, it's an example of something doing it but it actually works because it fits with everything that come between it before that comes before it works with the rules of the world it doesn't like it, it's not like a oh, what it's like a. it's an enhancer yeah and then we can explore his character more and but it doesn't now take away anything from when you watch number one
0: yeah but the the way that number nine kind of uses the force and the in, the abilities of an individual ray just becomes this crazy powerful like person who can do literally whatever she wants probably fly um she does fly does she well she levitates yeah oh, <laughs> But it's, it's just, uh, for me, that's what it is. It just, it doesn't fit within the canon well at all. I and mean, it just it really turns me off here. Rey has beast taming abilities and she force heals that little snake thing. So she's clearly a strong empath. She's clearly just strong in her just general ability with the force because she takes out a whole fleet, the final order it's called. She wipes out in one <laughs> go, basically. The thing's called the final order and she's, she can do force lightning. Which is supposed to only be really a Sith ability, no? And, well, I guess it's the thing is she's Palpatine. She's a Palpatine, so whatever. But you got to unlock that, surely. And then... <laughs> you need to be level five. That's an unlockable. <laughs> and then, yeah, she's... If we're doing top trumps, she's like level 100. Easy.
1: By the end of that She song. just beats everyone. Uh, the whole dyad with Kylo and everything. <laughs> Bringing well. Palpatine back as well. We haven't even mentioned that. Yeah. That, that was awful. Yeah, just... all. Oh, ugh. ugh just keep him dead because now it just makes number six feel so useless
0: I think JJ Abrams directed number seven he had an idea of where he wanted to go Ryan Johnson directed number eight he undid it because he thought it was rubbish and then JJ came back and tried to kind of Ooh. but it's just like what you for number nine <sighs> the one that annoyed me the most is Chewy and Ray Force lightning's the ship and then he's alive 15 minutes oh, oh 3PO's losing his look we've, we've we've gone over this already I don't want to talk about it right, we've put it in the
1: trash tier the, trash, the, the trash kind of tier the, the kind
0: of tier below whatever the, like the bin tier
1: well this is fun <laughs> what a way to what a way to end yeah what a way to end absolutely destroying the rise of sky we always said something positive about it though it's yeah and it's
0: not to hate on anyone who likes it but just we we don't it's just our opinion yeah wow oh that was fun on that note on that note, <laughs> Uh do we want to go over the tier list quickly? I don't think we'd really want to move anything up or down. Um, I, don't really I think we, we we all yeah. kind of agreed with it, but kinda <laughs> kinda in galaxy far far away we had episode 3 Revenge of the Sith and episode 5 Empire strikes back. In A tier we had episode 4 A New Hope and episode 6 Return of the Jedi. In B tier we had Episode 1 of Phantom Menace and Episode 7, The Force Awakens. And in... um, What's it called? Trash Compactor. No. Oh. cool's rough and irritating. cool's rough and irritating. Slash kind of. <laughs> Slash kind of tear. We had Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. Episode 8, The Last Jedi. And Episode 9, Rise of Skywalker. Interesting that for a series we all love so much, not, three of the movies go into like we
1: still love it so much yes
0: yeah we still love it all yeah Yeah. crazy and it goes to show how much the
1: extraneous content
0: adds to the whole story as well Rebels you can enjoy
1: so much of Star Wars and not even touch number 7 to 9 and I think it also goes
0: to show how different generations and the reason why it's lasted for such a long time is different generations enjoy different parts of the story and it's made for different made for different people so Yeah, I guess our list is kind of indicative of that. We grew grew up on the prequels, so yeah. And it'll be interesting to see in 20 years from now how the sequels are received because my prediction is it will take the same cycle that the prequels have taken where it's getting a lot of heat now, but down the line.
1: Sure hope not.
0: Because uh, us, when we were kids, we didn't have the voice that we have now.
1: For the kids who grew up watching it. The kids who are growing up now will have a voice in 20 years. And then it
0: will become nostalgia for them when they've... Well, they're bringing it. I was going to say, and then Daisy Ridley comes back like Hayden Christensen, but they're already bringing her back for the... uh... I've said this before, I think, but I think the difference is there was nothing between when we watched the prequels and the sequels
1: came out. So it was time to cook.
0: There was time for the prequels to cook. Yeah. Whereas now there's a new series every year. Yeah. Two a year. So it's like there's a constant stream for people to enjoy. That's true. They're going to get lost in... Yeah. um, Yeah. It becomes part of more rather than just three movies that were all there was. Yeah.
1: I do agree with that. So we'll see. Time will tell. Our children, if we have children.
0: (laughs) Well, that, as they say, is that. The Pop Culture Council Star Wars tier list is complete. Everyone happy? Happy. Happy. On that note, we will see you next time. See you later.
2: Bye.